Yo, monkeys, it's me, DPP, the king of Adabinga, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening on the SNS network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. You're listening on the FNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the FNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. The world is listening. This is Rob Van Dam. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. This is Cowboy James Storm. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. This is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Welcome to TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Here's your host, the outlaw of the IWC. Don't piss me off. The Trey Dog. Well, 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 some big goings on in TNA. We are only three days, yes, count them, one, two, three days away from Bound for Glory, TNA's biggest pay-per-view of the year. I am the Bronx Father. Welcome to TNA Chat Live here on the SNS Radio Network. And tonight, we had a pretty good go-home show Hell, we had a pretty good go-home show last week, actually. But tonight was good as well. Um, something I want to address right off the bat. We were talking about this in chat earlier. About how CM Punk-like this Austin Aries-Jeff Hardy thing has gotten. 
And I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to go with that 100%. Yes, it is very reminiscent of what's going on with CM Punk. The thing about it is it, it doesn't bother me as much as it may bother others because it fits. And, and let me explain this a little further. It fits because when you're the champ, you're holding that belt and you're trying your best to put that belt over. And you've got another guy who the fans seem to love more than you, who the fans seem to cheer more than you, who the company itself seems to be behind more than you. And in this case, that's Jeff Hardy. Again, put Hardy as in John Cena's role. Yes, there are comparisons. Yes, some people will say that's a little bit cheap on TNA's part, but I think it fits well enough where I'm willing to forgive it until I see where it goes after Bound for Glory. Now, speaking of Bound for Glory, I'm going to do things a little bit different tonight. I'm still going to take your phone calls as soon as possible, but before I do, this is a go-home show. And I want to go over the pay-per-view card for Bound for Glory. Now, I'm not going to give any predictions. You all can do that on 4down.org. Please do so. Uh, we do very, very well on TNA pay-per-views on 4down. So make sure you go in and get your picks in. I'll make sure to pimp that out again later, remind everybody how important that is. But before I open the phone lines... Let's go over this card. In no particular order, we have Jeff Hardy versus Austin Aries for the TNA world title. At the end of Impact tonight, they furthered that storyline. And Austin Aries is going in as the heel, folks. Full-fledged heel. Who will win the title? I have my theory. But again, I'm going to hold that off until Sunday. Now, another match that was added tonight, Zima Ion versus Rob Van Dam. I think this is an awesome addition. I think it's going to be an awesome match. Joey Ryan versus Al Snow. And if Joey doesn't win, it looks like he won't get a contract. But if he does win, you can expect to see him around for a while. Tara versus Miss Tessmacher for the women's title. Now, tonight, Tara announced that her boy toy Hollywood man will, in fact, be present at the pay-per-view. I'm wondering if they're going to show who this is. We'll have to wait and see. Magnus versus Samoa Joe for the TV title. We had some heat on that tonight with basically... You know, Samoa Joe saying he thought Magnus was cool, but now we have this going on. So that's another match that I'm looking forward to that. Now we have the match that I'm looking the most forward to, even more than the aces and eight stuff. Bobby Roode versus James Storm in a street fight. Special enforcer King Mo. These guys, I think, are ready to commit a crime Sunday. That's the way they're playing off this angle where these guys are just ready to 
murder each other. And out of all the matches on the Bound for Glory card, I cannot wait for this one. To quote good old JR, you want to talk about a slobber knocker? This is going to be fucking brutal. AJ Styles and Kurt Angle, who are as far from the same page as you can be, versus Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez, versus Christopher Daniels and Kazarian in a three-way tag team titles match. Styles and Angle, I'll tell you, man, Daniels is doing a great job on screwing with their heads. I think it's awesome, you know, that we've got this tag team breaking up. I don't see any way, and this is the only prediction I'll give out tonight. I don't see any way Styles and Angle come away with these titles. It it, it almost looks to me, and this is going to be rather strange, that they're going to start doing something where we may see an AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle match because AJ is really letting Daniels and Kaz get into his head. So I think we're going to see a meltdown Sunday night, but who knows? Finally, the big one, aces and eights, two members, versus Bully Ray and Sting. Now, tonight, they did a fantastic job, in my opinion, of pushing Bully Ray as somebody Sting can trust. I loved in that match where they fought Daniels and Kazarian, and Sting basically said, Bully, get the tables. And Bully went out, got the tables. Now, actually, Sting and Bully Ray lost that match via DQ. But it solidified Bully Ray as somebody that Sting and Hogan just need to rely on. Now, of course, tonight we had Sting, uh, excuse me, Hogan really, telling Sting, you know, I, I still I still don't trust this guy, man. I, I still I still don't trust this Bully Ray. And Bully Ray again doing an excellent promo job of pushing the fact that he's behind Sting. He's going to be loyal. And tonight, he showed absolutely no signs of deviating from the plan. So, we'll have to see. I expect a major turn at this pay-per-view. The question is, who will turn? Who's going to side with aces and eights? To me, this is a jam-packed pay-per-view this Sunday. I'm looking really, really forward to it. I'm looking forward to covering it. I can't wait. I'm very excited. And, you know, I hope that TNA, especially with the way the ratings have been going for both companies lately, gives us a grand slam. It's not in the impact zone. Thank you, Lord. And, and before I open the phone lines... Our very own Chris Kelly. Yes, Crelly is coming to America. He will be live at Bound for Glory. I'm jealous, you bastard. With that said, I'm going to open up the phone lines because I want to know what you, the fans, have to say about Bound for Glory. Are you excited? 
Are you not excited? Whatever you want to throw the Bronx Fathers way, I'm ready, willing, able. Open up them phone lines. Call now to talk TNA Live. The number to call, 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. TNA Chat Live. All right, there you have it. So call in and let me know what you think. Um, you know, it's interesting to me how they did the Aces and Eights thing tonight because the leader of Aces and Eights commented again, did you really lock us out or did you lock us in? And I almost expected Aces and Eights to show up tonight, but they didn't. And I think they didn't need to. It's keeping the suspense wide open for Bound for Glory, and the phone lines are wide open. And I believe joining me right now, a guy I haven't talked to in a while, our network's own Chris Kelly. Kelly, how you doing, my friend? I am knackered, dude. Um, I'm going. I haven't slept for about 24 hours. Um, Damn. Because I'm going to sleep on the plane, and I, I've got I've got 12 hours of flying. Um, I'm leaving the airport in about 15 minutes um and then i've got a eight hour flight or eight and a half hour flight to arizona got a change in chicago chicago to arizona um so man i'm absolutely knackered to hell but in about 12 hours or so i'll be at the tna um meet and greet because like, what we do on 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 friday friday um, afternoon you you have a check-in session where basically you hang out with a few wrestlers that you know you a few drinks and then, of course, on Saturday, you have the whole actual meet and greet. But on, on the Friday, you can get drunk and have fun with the wrestlers. So and that I'm looking forward to, but I'm not looking forward to getting lost in airports. I, I, I now know how wrestlers feel. Because, man, I'm going through six airports in five days. So I now know their pain. Um, but, yeah, man, I am pumped for Bound of Glory. I mean, it's my second year going there. I, I found out because um, it's really weird. Like, I got the seating plan for Bound for Glory. And kind of, do you know how they had the entrance ramp for the old ECW when, uh, when WWE brought back to life? They had like, the, the uh, side, entr- side entrance ramp. That's how it's going to be for, for TNA Bound for Glory. They, they come out the side. They come out, or, out of a uh, diagonal entrance ramp. Because there's fans where the stage is meant to be. Because apparently it's, it's oversold. So it's, it's going to be weird from a TV standpoint, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm dead opposite the hard camera. So and I've got a giant ass play sign in my bag um, for that. But yeah, man, like I said, if 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 Santana is because I'm freaking tired out of my mind, and I'm quite amazed I'm actually speaking speak English right now. Well, I mean, I, I you know I hope they get a great crowd. I mean, you know what I saw tonight on Impact, tickets are still available, and. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because, and like I said to you, Domingo, that's because they've now opened up the stage. Because the stage, like, like I said, is now an angle. So, where, so bear in mind where, like, okay, for, for example, do you know, like, say the impact zone, okay? The stage where, where, where you walk out is now seats. They're going to walk out of a little corner of the arena. There's no stage per se. Just a little corridor. That's okay, why. I got you. I got you. Well, that's good. You know, I, I always look forward to TNA pay-per-views somewhere other than the impact zone. And I'm glad that, you know, they're, you have to, you have to have this pay-per-view somewhere else just to have a different atmosphere. But are you going to be attending the Hall of Fame ceremony? Yes. As well? 
Yes, I am. I've uh, it cost me six hundred dollars, uh, and that and that's for the whole weekend. That's for me going to the meet and greet, the Hall of Fame, and the, the, oh, the as well as the hotel, and also going to the pay per view front row seats. So, and as part of like what you, what you guys won't see is that everyone who's a VIP they get to have dinner with Sting. There's like there's about 50, 50 or 60 of us in a room, and we and we have dinner with Sting. So that's something that awesome. I can brag about. That's that's awesome. something I can brag about. <laughs> That's but, cool. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know the Hall of Fame is not as big as the WWE's, but it's still, it's still going to be cool that I can sit in it. Or I can come in and say, "Yeah, I had dinner with Sting." Um, I'm tempted to because I, last time I went there, I bought a uh, TNA World Title. I'm, 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 I'm not sure if you've seen it before, but it's signed by Sting, Hogan, Kurt Angle, Ric Flair, and some Jeff Jarrett. Um, and I'm tempted to take it this year to get it signed by Rude and uh, Aries and Storm. Only problem is, it won't fit in my luggage. So I'll have to wear it as an actual belt. Like an, like an actual physical round my waist belt if I want to take it back to America. Or I just buy a new belt. Either or. Don't know, man. I wouldn't even, I'll be honest with you, and this is just me. If it's got all those SIGs on it, bro, I wouldn't even take a chance bringing it. I mean, it's already worth its weight in gold, no pun intended. I think you're better off getting another belt and having some other guys sign it. I mean, that's that's a real trophy. You don't want to get some asshole steal it, even some airport security asshole stealing it. I mean, now that is not TNA Chat Live does not endorse ripping on airport security personnel, but they're not the brightest lights on the tower. I. I'd leave it at home, bro. Well, man, last year, like, like, like I said to you, I, I actually wore the belt like, as a belt like, around my waist. And about 10 of them thought I was, 10 of them thought I was an, an actual champion. And they were asking me where I won the belt and who, and who, and who I beat. And they were asking for photos, photos and autographs. So I did it. I, I, I did it. Because I I <laughs> they thought I was an actual world champion. Um, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, um, I paid 200, 200 bucks for that belt. Which isn't bad, is it? Because like, it's, 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 it's like the proper belt. And now it's signed by Sting, Hogan, Flair, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett. That's worth a bit of money. Um, yeah. yeah, man. I, I'm just looking, to ha- looking forward to having fun. But according to uh, Mr. Supermax, I can't drink too much beer. Because last year, I gave... Um, okay, here's a little note. Never give James Storm your wallet. It's a bad idea. Because uh, last year, I offered to buy James Storm a beer. And I ended up buying the whole fucking TNA roster of a beer. Um, so, and but but that's kind of the story where I, it was me, Velvet Sky, Andy and Love, and took out at a bar. Now that's something I can brag about: being at the bar with Velvet Sky, Love, and took out. But yeah, man, like this for about impact. Um, it, it was a good show. Um, I get I get what people are saying. I, I get people are saying that the whole CM Punk is, is, is also the whole area is a bit, it's a lot like punk. But like I said in chat, it's because those two have similar beefs with their companies. They're both small guys who came from the indie scenes that no one expected to win and become world champions in their respective companies. And from, and like, Aries is a guy that was never actually a face. When, it, when he came into the company, he, 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 he was a heel. And the fans turned him face. So he, he does have the right to say, they, they the office, made, made, made me do this. I had no, no idea to do that. So I'm getting my phone from. But in my opinion, it's a bit different because, and I'll get your, your opinion on this, since last year, CM Punk has become kind of like less shooty. Like, his, his pipe bomb, which is last shoot thing, 
since then, yeah, he's he's had a few. But what tonight? What um, Eric said, said, said tonight was was bigger and more kind of impactful. Pun intended. Uh, more behind the scenes than what Punk said. Well, yeah, I mean, I like jumped in my seat when he told uh, Jeff Jeff Hardy, you know, uh, I can't compare to your rap sheet. I'm like, ooh, ouch. You know, if that's not shooting and then saying, you know, you're you're a broken down guy. You can't even play with your kids now. And because you're so broken down, they my my only problem is I think they did it a little too quick. I mean, they were leading up to it. But tonight what they did was they have Aries going into this match as a full fledged heel because fans that have that watched impact tonight and are going to bound for glory are going to remember all that shit he said and he's going to get booed out of that building hopefully because that's actually what you want i think it's much more compelling to have a heel and a face for the title and to have you know two baby faces so i agree with you yeah it's cm punk like but it's different enough where it's not killing me you know well, I mean, um, Aries had to be the heel, and, and I said this on, on RTR because we, we taped it before Impact. Uh, Aries would turn heel. He has to, because he's the kind of guy that, like, since day one, been knocking on doors, kicking him down, saying fire to it. And yet, he's still not getting the reaction that Jeff Hardy does. And with Jeff's problems, you think that Aries is a better wrestler than Jeff Hardy, so he would get the cheers. But no, because Jeff, Jeff Hardy has this cult following of little kids that like his little armbands, Jeff Hardy had to get a bigger pop than Aries. And Eric has to turn heel because you, you can't turn Jeff Hardy heel. You turn Jeff Hardy heel, you get the whole Antichrist thing, and we know how Jeff Hardy t- t- turned out being a heel. And I truthfully think this is Jeff Hardy's last hoorah in TNA. I honestly think come February 1st, he'll be in, 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 in WWE because that's the date that his contract expires. Well, I mean, that begs the question if you're TNA, and I've been thinking about this, if, you, if they suspect that the way we suspect it, do you chance putting the title on this guy for a few months? I don't know. I, I He's not going to be able to chase anymore if he's leaving. So maybe for his last run here, if you do put the title on him and maybe you hope, hope that that title run will get him stoked enough where he'll stay with TNA. Well, like Jeff, like Jeff Hardy is their top cash cow, right? And, it's kind of like, like, here's the best thing. Say if, say if you were leaving the network, okay? And we're like, crap, we need someone to, to, to do this, to, to, okay, to like, to do this, this show. The host or the, or the network would be like, please, please, please don't go. Why, why would you push you away to another network? We're trying to keep you here. And I'm thinking that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to t- like keep him closer. And like, oh yeah, have the bell, have the bell, have the bell. But the problem is, when, like, think of the reaction Jeff Hardy would get when he, when he walked out to, to, a, to a WWE event as opposed to TNA. Don't, don't get me wrong. The impact zone is getting hotter and hotter, but they still have those damn plants. And tonight they were front and center. And I hate those plants. Those plants, right, and not to be harsh, they are dead behind the eyes. Um, they do nothing apart from make, like, they're, they're pretty faces. But if Jeff Hardy walked out in, into a WWE crowd, he would get the biggest cheer you've ever heard. The thing with impact, the zone is that it's too dead for the talking. And it's kind of in your mind, if you're Jeff Hardy, do you go back to the inn, get more money, yes, you're off the road a bit more, but you get tons of money for your kid, or do you stay, in, stay where you are in the impact zone, get paid med- media uh, money, and be at home the whole time? 
Well, I, th- I still think he's getting paid probably. He's probably one of the top paid guys there. He, he just has to be for, you know, as like you said, he's their cash cow. He's the guy the kids all love. But with that being said, we've been on for a bit, foreign kid. Go get your plane, man. Hope I wake you up a little bit. Yeah, dude, I'm going for my plane right now. I've got five minutes, and then I'm going to go to the airport, and then I'm like, l- 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 look for the giant H2H crease sign. That'll be front row o- off the hard camera, and I might just fl- and I might just piss off Magnus. You know, I'm- I might just give him the-, the old the old birds. So, man, I'll speak to you in about a week. I might call in uh, following imp- uh, following next week's impact because I'll be at a bar with Wi-Fi. But I don't know. I'll see. So I'll see you guys next week. Well, we have, don't have health insurance on the network, so don't go getting your ass kicked because we're not going to pay for it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get drunk with Supermax. That, 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 that's your idea. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, see you guys. Peace. Have a good time, bro. All right, Crelly going to Bound for Glory yet again. I'll admit I'm a little jealous. You know, he's he's a TNA faithful, man. You, you, can't, you can't take that away from the kid. Um... Before I go to break, I want to try to get one more phone call, so call in if you would like to, and uh, if not, we'll go to break. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this whole thing with the comparison to CM Punk, like I said, it doesn't bother me that much. I'll see how much further they go with it. Uh, one quick piece of news I want to elaborate on is this deal where Dixie Carter has invited the mother and child to Bound for Glory. And if you don't know, this was a news story in WWE. Apparently, Alberto Del Rio ripped up this child's sign at a house show. And the kid got pretty upset. He was eight years old. The mom got upset. But you know what? That's what heels do. Dixie Carter decided to extend the olive branch and invite this mother and child to Bound for Glory. Now, I don't have a confirmation, unfortunately, whether they accepted this. I would think that they did. I mean, a free wrestling show, all the amenities, VIP tickets. Shit, I'd take it. Um, People have asked my opinion on it yet again. I gave it Tuesday on Wrestling News Live. Check out the archive. My opinion is it was something that Dixie and TNA did not need to stick their nose in. They should have just, you know, kept quiet on it. Yeah, it gives you a certain amount of publicity, but I don't agree with doing it simply because you're still linking your company to a rival company. You don't need to do that. You need to focus on getting your company over getting your superstars over and not trying to kind of stick it to WWE because if WWE decides to fight back, that's probably not a good thing for TNA. It's dead. Let me rephrase that. It's definitely not a good thing for TNA, but I do have a phone call on the line. Welcome to TNA chat live. Who's this? Hey, what's going on, Brian? This is Latino 718. <clears throat> what's up, man? I'm sorry. I didn't notice you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, first off, I got to say, um, I didn't watch Impact, but I did caught the last 20 minutes of it. I did watch the uh, Rude Hardy match. Uh, it seemed like a, a good match. But I, w- I will say this. I'm glad that Aries already did, did, did the heel turn, but I'm kind of upset because they're doing this basically on the go-home show. 
I thought it would have been better if they'd done this maybe two weeks ago and to build up the feud that way. But in typical TNA fashion, they always do this on the last week before the pay-per-view. I thought it would have been better for Average to turn heel two weeks before. But that's just me. No, I agree. I agree. I think it would have been much better to do it a week or two before. So you would have gotten. See, the, the thing is, my problem is how many people who are attending Bound for Glory definitely watched Impact tonight or are going to watch a replay of Impact tonight. Uh, My fear is I don't want a crowd showing up at Bound for Glory who maybe, maybe didn't see Impact and don't know that they're supposed to boo the shit out of Aries. If you would have did it two weeks ago, you would have had it had you would have had time for it to sink in. So I'll agree with you there. They, they should have done it a week or two ago, but you know, I it's just it's TNA. That's the way they do things. Yeah, they do. I, I just don't understand why they keep doing this on a regular basis. But anyways, uh, during your call with uh, Rick Crowley, uh, did one of you mention that there's still tickets available for the pay per view? Uh, they they. Pimped it out tonight on the uh, on the show on Impact that yeah there are still tickets available yes oh boy um, that's not somewhat of a good sign to be honest um, I feel that since there are tickets available granted they never said how much tickets are left I feel that they might just give away tickets literally like an hour before the show for free just to fill up that venue. Uh, because if you remember last year, or so maybe it would have been the year before that, uh, the the arena that they were at was not even full. They they literally had to like they had to cover the sections that was not full to make it seem like it was everybody was there. You know what I mean? And well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It depends on you know how much advertising they did. You know, how many people knew about the tickets other than, you know, the thing is, if you're a TNA fan and you're not in the Arizona area like me, I mean, hell, if I didn't have to get on a plane, I'd buy Bound for Glory tickets. But it's it's just it's too much for me to go out to Phoenix. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. if they did adequate advertising there to fill up that arena and sell some tickets, Will they have to give some away? They might. They they might. But for TNA, it's about what is your bottom line at the pay-per-views? You know, how many pay-per-view buys on television are you going to get? That's where your bread and butter is. And unfortunately, you know, TNA hasn't been doing that stellar in pay-per-view buy rates. Part of that is advertising a major part of it and we've said this for two years now since i started on this network as a listener the availability of streams man it's just it's it's hard it's hard to get people to pay for a pay-per-view that they can get so easily for free i hate to say it but it's true yeah but you also got a factor with uh you know the typical um, TNA haters that even though the product is good, they'll they'll just bash it for for no reason. And then uh, if if a certain fan wants to check out the product, uh, they'll listen to the haters and not actually watch the shows. You know, and I think that's another problem with watching TNA. 
whether it was then or now, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I hate people who just read, you know, a recap or, or read a results page and base their opinion off that. You know, in my, in my opinion, no matter how you saw it, whether you bought it, whether you saw it by other means that I won't mention here, whether you attended it, if you attended it and you didn't like it, I will sit here for hours and listen to every word you have to say about why you didn't like it. But if you're just going off results posted on a site and you're reading text and you hate on it, you're a dick. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right. Uh, one last thing before I go. I got to be honest. Uh, looking by the card and what you said just now for the pay-per-view, I have literally no interest in this show. I am only interested in two matches. Uh, one is the three-way tag for the, t the tag belts right. and the main event. That's it. R Rude Storm, I'm sure it's going to be a good match, but I've already seen it. To me, it's like, why are they, why are they fighting again? I've already seen it months after month after month. There's nothing new to it to me. And when you ran down the card, another match that just that you said was the Zima Ion against Rob Van Dam. Is that even for the for the belt? Or is it just a regular match? As far as I can surmise, yes, it's for the belt. <sighs> that makes no sense to me, to be honest. But you know, it is what it is. Like I say, I just have I really have no interest for this pay per view, and I think it's a damn shame because. This is supposed to be their, their best pay-per-view. This is supposed to be their WrestleMania. But there's just only two matches I'm looking forward to. The the tag match with the Aces and Eights match, I already gave my theory last week. I know how it's going to go down. But the rest of the card, I just have no interest in it. But that's just me. Uh, well, ho oh. Hopefully, oh, sorry, but uh, hopefully they'll prove me wrong. Let's see if, if it goes to a great show. We'll see. Well, no, you're entitled to your opinion. If that's how you feel, that's fine. I mean, I think that, you know, Styles and Angle versus Guerrero and Hernandez versus Daniels and Kaz, I agree. I think that the main point of interest in that is the shit that's been going on between Angle and AJ. Because, you know, you saw tonight where AJ basically told Kurt, hey, listen, don't, don't even bother coming out. You know, your head isn't in this. Don't, don't even bother. But I, I think anytime you have Samoa Joe competing on a pay-per-view against Magnus, that's going to be a good match. Tara and Tess Mocker I'm looking forward to simply because I'm hoping, although I, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll put this out there. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to get some invisible guy that's not going to be revealed. But if they do some kind of big reveal on who Tara's boyfriend is, that could up my interest for that match really, you know, greatly. Joey Ryan versus Al Snow. I'm looking forward to that just because I like Ryan's. I think he's an awesome heel. And I think he's a guy you need to really keep around because he's got heat. Yeah, that is true. But, uh, you know, like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope they prove me wrong. You know, I want to see this pay-per-view succeed. You know, I want to see those, those buy rate numbers go up. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens.
All right, Latino. Thank you, man. All right. Take it easy, Bronx. Take care. All right. With that said, we're running late, man. Going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with the phone lines still open right here on TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Get ready to fly. We'll be back with more TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. What's up, guys and gals? Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling News Live is proud to bring to you a day in the life of Ric Flair. Day in the Life of Ric Flair, brought to you by Wrestling News Live.
wrestling fans? Do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Welcome back to TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm head out west where real women come equipped with scripts. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I watched TNA, TNA Impact about an hour ago and it got right to my head oh yeah we're going home guys bound for glory again three days away we're back tna chat live on the sns radio network the phone lines are still wide open so call in let me know what you're looking forward to for bound for glory let me know what you're not looking forward to criticism welcome here um you know we had latino before the break latino 718 call in and he he made some points about how, you know, he wasn't looking forward to certain matches on the card. Me, every match to me has a reason, you know. So I don't have too much of a problem with uh, any of the matches on the card. With that said, we have a phone call coming in. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Bronx, man? It's Terrence, man. What's going on? I'm sorry I had to be subjected to my bad singing. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, make sure you hear me, man, when I get up in the morning. Hey, nothing much, man. Just, you know, laying back, man, listening to the calls, man. And uh, uh, your last caller, uh, you know, everybody got their opinion. But I think, man, uh, when you look at the card, you got, like, three big matches that they're putting over, and then you got another four matches that are intriguing. You know, the big matches, I would say, would be the world title, the uh, tag title match, and the uh, big reveal of, you know, who they are. And also, if you, you want to throw in Root and Storm, so you got like four quality things right there. And then you got the underneath portion of the women's title, the X title, and, you know, you got Jory Ryan, Al Snow. So I don't understand the, uh, you know, the card is not, you know, a great card, man. I mean, it's, they, they got everything in position right. So the card is good. And a lot of people got to remember, man, it's, they only got two hours a week. So it's kind of hard for them to, you know, plan all this stuff out to get everything over in that amount of time, especially when you're only talking about a month in between the last pay-per-view. So you really don't have, you can't build everything over long term. So I think what they've done for the build-up and for the matches they put, man, I mean, it's, it's it's a good show, man. So, you know, if, if you're going to buy, you're going to buy. If you're sold, you're sold. If you're not, you're not. 
I mean, that's how you got to look at it, man. And, you know, like you always say, you know, you can't judge TNA by anything else. You got to judge them by what they do. And, you know, so far, I, mean, I think they've done a good job in building the card and, and putting this card together. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done the best job that they can. They they basically had, you know, we talked about this last week. That this is basically their second go-home show because last week was a great go-home show. But, you know, something that I liked that they did tonight was I like how Aces and Eights hinted they might show up, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the right thing to do. Keep us in suspense, you know. Let us let, let us allow that to culminate at the pay-per-view rather than have them show up tonight and then kind of the pay-per-view would have been anticlimactic. They haven't gotten into the impact zone for quite some time. They've still got, you know, Joseph Park held hostage. So... My thing is this, it it almost is like, to me, I think aces and eights is going to go over. I know I said I wouldn't give predictions, but screw it, I'll give one. I think aces and eights is going to go over. But if they don't, if they don't, if somehow we get Sting and let's say Bully Ray, they go over, aces and eights is gone, and the next Thursday you really want to put these guys over as scumbags and continue this, which I don't, I don't agree with what I'm about to say, but I see it possible where aces and eight says, all right, you know what? Yeah, we lost, but you know what, man, we're bikers. We're hardcore. You really Mm -hmm. believe what we said. We still got Joseph parks ass tied up and no, we're not going to let him go. The other thing is, and this has been talked about on the internet, do we see the return of Abyss this Sunday? Now, that would be captivating, and on whose side would he be on? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you know what? You know, when when the, the opening, that, well, the second segment, when Hogan came out, the Sting came out, and then the, uh, you got the, the World Tag Team Champions came out, and the Bully came out and just delivered that outstanding promo. I mean, where the guy just said, you know, you shut up, don't talk about my brother. And he just put himself over why he should be in this match, why it should be Kurt Angle, why it should be him. I mean, the passion that this guy did in that promo. And and then you see, you know, where Steam comes in and where Hogan comes in. And, and you, you you sort of, you, you're sitting there in the middle, like if you're sitting in the middle of that, you got to say, man, I don't know what the hell going on. You know, is it really bully? Could it be Steam? So as, as, as a fan like I am now, they got me scratching my head down you know what, they put a lot of work into this if it's bully, you know, because now it's just like you and me, we say it's him, but what if it ain't? You know, what if they swerve us and make it sting, you know, because everybody's looking at it that, yeah, it's this bully, it's definitely bully, but what if it's not? And then, you know, come Sunday, we're all shocked, man. I mean, that would be like the biggest shock if it was someone else and, you know, bully was telling the truth the whole time. So they got me scratching my head now wondering, say, it's kind of too easy for it to be him. Yeah, and, and that's a positive to take out of this. We're three days away, and you and I are still sitting here saying, what if? That's a what good if? thing. They're making it where, you know what, everyone's saying what if. Well, guess what? If you want to know what's going on, you're going to have to see the pay-per-view, and that's how you lead into a pay-per-view. That's how you get people to buy it. So hopefully just this, this whole aces and eights thing, another thing is, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> Are Kurt Angle and AJ going to explode Sunday night? 
Are we going to see a complete disintegration of these two as friends? It looked that way tonight. I mean, you know, the freaking AJ is just, his head is blown by Daniels and Kaz. So that's something else I'm looking forward to. Are they going to be able to stay together or are they going to have, you know, constant freaking, you know, inner, tur- uh, whoa, inner turmoil during this match? Yeah, and, you know, they 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 laid laid the seed, and as as we all know, you know, Angle and, and AJ they has they have a past back when uh, they was in that group together, and then AJ was falling for Kern, so they got history together. You know, you know Styles and Daniels and Cass, they got history as a group. So you can look at that situation and say, well, could you know any one of these guys split up and join Daniels and Cass while they're the tag team champions, and they you know one of the other go out to the world title. You know, so they got a scenario there where, you know, will Angle turn on AJ or will AJ turn on Angle, you know. So they got things, you know, rolling there. So they got different concepts going on where you're constantly wondering who can you trust. But, you know, man, I just think everything that they're pretty much trying to do, they're getting over. And, and we must remember, man, the most important thing, as you said, advertisement, and they only got two hours a week. So it's kind of hard when you've got very little advertisement Sure, I've seen an ad for the uh, Bound for Glory on the uh, MLB playoffs, but, you know, you don't see it that much around. You don't see the advertising on air, on the radio, and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of hard when you got a shoestring budget to advertise to get your message out when the competition got five, six, seven hours a week and you only got two with no replay, but yet you're still in constant highest rated show in your network. So it, it, it's, it's a disadvantage they're at. You know, maybe that pre-show Sunday will help them get some more buys. Maybe that will lead a couple of people that wasn't going to buy the show decide to buy the show. They won't listen to blogs. But you got also got to understand that Dixie Carter, uh, she doesn't have a wrestling pedigree. So you got to look at to the point how long that she's been running the company, maybe what five, six, seven years now. That she still is kind of green. People get over on her, but. Uh, you know, for what it's worth, she made pretty good decisions with Bruce Pritchard, Al Snow, and the guys that she got there now. So, you know, maybe they're turning the corner. Um, and, you know, if they ever get another hour, if they bring in some more talent, as you see, Rob Van Dam going after the exhibition title. So they got to put him in that position also because he's a high-paid guy. And he also, they, you know, they got to get ratings. So if putting the exhibition title on Rob Van Dam to elevate that, then that's a good move. But, they got to do the things that they need, you know, whether fans like it or not. If RVD is an exhibition champion, fine, but they got to do things they need to do also for ratings. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I'll be interested to see the buy rates and everything that comes out of this Sunday's pay-per-view. But Terrence, thank you as always, man. Check us out Sunday. We're going to be covering the pay-per-view. And uh, enjoy it, man. I know I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I know you are, too. All right, brother. We'll do Take care, man. Okay. So we're going to leave the phone lines open for a bit longer. I don't mind going a little over tonight. I mean, it is a, you know, go-home pay-per-view. And, hell, you know, we got a go-home pay-per-view. Buzzer. Hello. How you doing? I was waiting for the buzzer. How you doing, man? Welcome to TNA Chat Live. How you doing, This is Murray. How you doing? Uh, and I wondered, um, what, I think it was Anthony was talking about uh, ticket sales yes. for Bound for Glory. What, um, what I think you don't realize is they open, the reason they open more tickets 
Well, I hope we can get back in because I'm going to take one or two more phone calls and I'm going to wrap this baby up. Um, you know, Crelly had mentioned about ticket sales, saying that th there's, from what I took from what Crelly said, there's extra space. If that's the reason there's more tickets, that's awesome. You know, but we talked about giving away free tickets. I mean, you got to remember, this is shit WCW used to do in its dying day. And I think it's appropriate that I'm here hosting Trey's show and Trey and myself being gigantic WCW marks. You have to kind of make a comparison there as well. If they have to give away a few tickets, man, I just got to give them a pass. I'm sorry. Fuck it. If you got to give away 100, give them away. Just get asses in the seats and do the very best that you can. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? This is Anthony. What's up, bro? Uh, first off, don't ever sing on the sh on these shows again. Well, it was Just a go-home show. Haven't you ever seen Jaws? You know, show me the way to go home. Why well, get the shark eating you before you finish the song? Oh, fuck you. What's on your <laughs> Uh, first off, I'm okay with, um, they, for the whole, uh, doing the shoe kind of thing with Aries, I have nothing against Aries being a heel because I've seen him, he was doing a good job as a heel in TNA, and he did a great job in ROH, but it's like, they do it before the whole, the, basically the pay-per-view, they could have had it, like, set up to the pay-per-view, had, like, Aries maybe get a win, like, sneak one out, Say, hey, I respect you, Hardy, blah, blah, blah. They shake hands, and then Aries just says, screw you, and takes him out. He'll turn on a fun pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, see, see my, my problem with having a heel turn the show before is it, you know, the, the impact before the pay-per-view is it doesn't give it enough time to kind of sink in yeah they've been hinting at it for the last two three weeks but i mean god damn the shit that aries said about jeff hardy tonight you know for for them to just go that personal and talk about his rap sheet that's kind of dangerous it's kind of dangerous to do that kind of shoot because now You've you've made people remember something that they probably should have forgotten. But on the other hand, it works because if you're Jeff Hardy and you hear that shit, you're in a rage come Sunday. Oh, this is uh, this is wrestling fans we're talking about. They don't forget anything. But uh, um, well, they're gonna have like um, that Aries retained, and they can continue this whole feud between him and Hardy for a few months. They they want to have let's say Storm go for the belt. Then they can have Storm and Aries do somewhat the same thing. Say, the company's backing you up. They've been doing it ever since you guys came in. You think you're special because you're one of the originals. And they can just do something with that. Well, I mean, I think, you know, well, you're one of the originals. I mean, you know, saying that to, to, to Jeff, see, my thing is they need to distance themselves from WWE in every way. Now I'm gonna just jump off topic to what you. Oh were no! Saying. I mean, Storm being the original of TNA. 
He said, just because you've been here since day one does not mean you get seniority or over me because I'm the, still the champ. I got you. I got you. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on how... Look, Aries has been doing really great as a babyface the last few months. You could even see a crazy scenario where Jeff goes over and they have an epic match. I mean, they really have an epic, epic match. And Aries goes, he gets the title, he hands it to Jeff, and they shake hands. I could even see a swerve like that. Now, would it would it make a lot of sense? No. But, unfortunately, I could see it being something TNA would think about doing, where you keep, you keep Aries a face, you give the belt to Jeff, maybe they have a face-on-face rematch, and then depending on what happens with Aces and Eights versus Sting and Bully, maybe then you have Sting, uh, Bully, Gun, for Jeff Hardy for that title, and Aries kind of slips back into the mid-card. I don't know. You know, a lot of shit with TNA is happening really, really fast. So we're going to have to see. And depending on how they book this pay-per-view, you know, the impact following this pay-per-view is going to be huge, depending on what direction they go. And one other thing. Aces, this big match at the pay-per-view is a big thing for Aces and Eight. Is it kind of a coincidence that Crelly's going to be there? <laughs> Maybe he's the leader. Man, if Crelly comes out as the leader of Aces and Eights, I'd retire from this show. I mean, if, but so. looking for Crelly or Magnus to do something during the TV title match, I won't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have like Magnus go by the ringside, he sees Crelly signed, just grabs him, grips it up, and Crelly cries. And WWE says, oh, we'll let you come to our next review. You're a sick man. Then CM Punk would just knock him out. Yeah, but Crelly's hardcore, man. You know, I'm just afraid like tomorrow I'm going to, you know, open up the paper and hear, you know, British kid gets arrested for trying to smuggle belt past customs. You know, it's like, you know... Or smuggle knockout back to the UK. See, Crelly's not ready for the US. That's a problem. I know he's been here before. But, you know, Crelly's not ready for, like, the type of security we have here. Where, you know, the guy with a turban, a bomb strapped to his chest, and two handbags doesn't get stopped. But the old lady with two grandkids, lollipops, and freaking adult diapers gets searched and stripped in the goddamn airport. So... You never know. Diapers they have chemical chemical warfare in those diapers. So, but also, are we talking about Crelly, the regular calm guy, or are we talking about drunken Crelly? Those are two different people. Well, I don't think Crelly would be dumb enough to attempt to fly with alcohol. But you know, sometimes you get those first class seats, man. They give you those little tiny bottles that you can swig down, and you can get pretty fucked up. Let's just hope he has lots of air holes in that little carry when he's being thrown to um, America. Well, who knows? I'm hoping we'll hear from Crelly Sunday. I'm certainly hoping we'll hear from him next Thursday on TNA Chat Live because I always like to hear, you know, it's one thing to sit at home and watch a show. It's another thing to be there live, 
you know, you, you tend to to be prejudiced when you see it live because the excitement of the other fans around you. I've been to a few live shows and it's like I get so hyped and then I come home and watch it on TV and I'm like, eh, I don't understand. I thought it was great, but it wasn't that great, you know? So I'd love to get his perspective. I hope he can call in next week. And for the RVD, I'm sorry, but it looks like RVD's just going with emotions right now. It's like Randy Orton in WWE. He's just going there, like, let me do the match, blah, 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 I'm done. Cause, no offense, why in the hell they put him in the X Division match? Because I, I was going to say because there's no one else really that can put um, Zima with that can really make it go like, oh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, look at the promo Zima cut tonight where he's saying, you know, I, I've I've injured everybody that there is no more X Division because I've taken everybody out. And RVD coming out and saying, well, you know what? You know, you, you didn't take my ass out yet. Let's do this. And RVD, like Bully Ray, he's stiff. He's stiff in that ring, man. And, you know, it's like I think that deep down people know that. And they know that he's not going to be a guy that Zima is just going to be able to take out one, two, three. So I'm looking forward to that match. I don't really have a problem with it. It's a good addition. I think they're just putting this, doing this with Ion until um, Jesse Sorensen comes back. Because until then, I think they're just saying, let's keep the belt on him, let him do some stuff. But when Sorensen comes in, that's when we put the big match in. Which well, you can, can come back in the pay-per-view, who all we know. Yeah, I mean, he should, I mean, I, I'm hoping by now that he's healed up enough where he can get back in the ring. I mean, we saw him a little bit earlier this year, and, and then, you know, he had to go away. Obviously, he, he wasn't ready yet. But if he's ready, you bring him back, and you create an instant, instant storyline, instant feud between him and Zima Ion. And you know what? I... <laughs> I still don't like Zima Ion's character, but that's fine because he's doing a great job of just saying, uh, I love that shit he says where I'm, you know, talks about being pretty and talks about being, you know, taking out guys and injuring motherfuckers. His character has grown on me and it's not just because he cut a promo on my ass. <laughs> and um, I got a question. For some reason I can't hear the show. So I was wondering, is there something wrong with the stream on the chat room? And all that. Oh, sorry. Back joke reference. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to put my foot up your ass. <laughs> well, at least I did better than the last caller. What the hell was that? You're done, Farley. Say goodnight. Good night, Farley. Good night. Goodbye. All right. That's going to do it for the phone calls. If you weren't able to get in, I apologize. We'll be back next week. I have a few network announcements to make, and these are important. First of all, beginning next week, I'm going to be taking emails on this show. The email address is tnachatlive at snsradionetwork.com. Once again, tnachatlive at snsradionetwork.com. If you want to send in those emails during the week before impact, that's fine. If you want to send them in the night of the show, that's fine. But we're going to start taking emails. If I get them, I'll read them. And please let us know who you are in the email so I can give you proper credit. 
but just another way to expand the fan interaction here on this show and on the SNS Radio Network. Make sure you check out all the shows on the SNS Radio Network. We have a lot of podcasts. Running the Ropes is up. We have the Elite Force podcast up tomorrow night live. The Open Book with the sensational Sean and Ashley at 11 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you check that out. Beyond the Bell, another podcast that will be up. The whole indie show. If I forgot anybody, I apologize. The best way you can keep up on what's going on on the network is to go to our webpage at www.snsradionetwork.com. Also, Check out the SNS Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, just do a search for SNS Radio Network. You'll find the group. Be sure to join up. Also, the podcast awards. You can continue to vote up until October 15th. You can vote once. We have several shows in several categories. For the podcast awards. So go to podcastawards.com. Make sure you get your votes in. And let's see if we can nail some of those awards. As this network has done so many times. With so many awards. Now. This Sunday. At Bound for Glory. People have been asking. People have been requesting to know. What's going on. With Sunday Night Showdown. Well, I am very pleased to announce that at 8 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, when Bound for Glory starts, myself, Mr. JJ All Cap Sexay, and yes, you love him, you hate him, Mark the Shark DiCarlo, the three of us will be covering TNA's Bound for Glory. Make sure you check it out again, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm looking so forward to this. Uh, always have a great time with JJ. Always have a great time with Shark. It's going to be really cool to for the three of us to do a show together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you check it out. Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, Wrestling News Live with myself and JJ Sexay. And next Thursday, I'll be back with all the fallout from Bound for Glory right here at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, another edition of TNA Chat Live. And again, TNA Chat Live at snsradionetwork.com. Give me some emails, guys. Make sure you head over to fordown.org, F-O-U-R-D-O-W-N dot O-R-G. Get your picks in for Bound for Glory. You are not just competing with your fellow network listeners. You are competing with everybody. And we always do well on TNA pay-per-views. Please go in, put in your picks, and let's show our power. I want a number one, guys. Really, I'm tired of number two. I want us to assert our dominance and get a number one spot on four down for the biggest, baddest TNA pay-per-view of the year. Bound for glory, three days away, this Sunday. Make sure you're there. Make sure you're listening. Thank you to all the callers tonight. 
Have a great weekend. This has been TNA Chat Live right here, only here, no freaking place but here on the SNS Radio Network. Thank <laughs> you.